News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, let's turn to another arm of the state. RTE paid more than €650,000 to staff in tax allowances last year with no stipulation that recipients would have to hold a driving licence to receive the payment. Uh, Those figures are contained in a series of documents sent by RTE to the Oireachtas Media Committee in advance of an appearance by RTE executives in front of that committee later today. We're joined by a member of the Media Committee and Sinn Féin's media spokesperson, Emelda Munster. Emelda, 178 pages of documents sent to you. Have you had a chance to look through them yet? Yes, um, spent most of yesterday wading my way through them, saying there's an awful lot of documents and information and you have to go through it with a fine tooth comb as best you can. But there are several things that stood out in relation to information that we'd requested that we hadn't actually been fully furnished with or weren't. I wouldn't be happy with some of the responses. Such as? First off, the main big thing is that 10% pay rise that members of the executive board awarded themselves last year. Firstly, I mean, we're talking about transparency and accountability. Firstly, the minister wasn't made aware of that in the first instance. And given all the committee meetings that we sat through with the RTE board, not once was that mentioned, that that 10% substantial pay rise had been reinstated for members of the executive board, Mm -hmm. given that they're now looking at a bailout and are constantly crying poverty. So from a transparency point of view, they failed the first test. The other issue was the top 100 earners. We had been told when when we'd requested information and they had said, if those top 100 earners give their permission, we will certainly furnish you with those details. But in the response yesterday, they'd never even asked them for the permission. They said it would be inappropriate to ask. Is that, well, a, is that, a, is that a reasonable explanation? Well, I don't think so, given that they said that they would ask them and if they got the permission, they would publish it. But they didn't even ask them. How do they know whether, you know, if somebody gives the permission for something, then that's OK. But they, ne- they didn't even ask them. What else will you be asking uh, or, or to your bosses when you talk to them later today? Well, there's numerous issues. Another one, and it's a very, very big one, is bogus self-employment. Now, that, because there's so much detail in that, there's over 700, upwards of 700 members of staff that have been classified as self-employed. It's another word for bogus self-employment. That might be something that we'd have to go through in much more detail in the Public Accounts Committee. But there are other issues, the, the personal allowances that came to almost four million. Some you can understand that are fine, but there are others, personal allowance. I don't have the figures in front of me, but they were all substantial numbers. And one heading was personal allowance. A lot of them seem to duplicate each other. And you wonder, are people in receipt of multiple allowances? But let's be honest, the problems at RTE, the financial problems, they're problems of RTE's own making. And they have to build confidence with the public in the, the Oireachtas. And we have to see total reform of RTE at corporate governance level. What about the issue you mentioned, uh, RTE's financial need? The, the station uh, or the company, I should say, coming under mounting pressure 
uh, to look at selling off that Montrose uh, campus, the Irish Independent, saying the government is, is putting it under mounting pressure to look at it. Do you have a view on whether or not um, uh, Montrose should be on, on the chopping block? Should it be sold to help well, fund RT's I, needs? I don't have a view, first off, for the simple reason need to look into it more and perhaps that will come up at the committee hearings. But one thing that's crystal clear, that RTE have completely lost the trust and confidence of the public and it's all of their own making and they need to root out that insider thinking and insider acting and the squandering of public money. Another issue that actually came up over the course of the committee meetings, they had been asked questions about the use of Soho House in London, that very exclusive club and the committees were blatantly misled with responses given and other board members sat there and didn't correct it. But when it comes to transparency, again, I mean, they're in deep trouble. Yeah, they, they spent €6,000 on three years' worth of membership of that yes, uh, club and we were, for we over were three years. Sold that that was from business meetings with clients and the information we were furnished yesterday that no such business meetings, that it was used by the Director of Commercial and another work colleague. So that that was deliberately misleading the committee again. And that was just one of the incidents of that. But other board members were present when that was said and nobody corrected it. You're keeping an open mind, by the way, in in terms of the the, the, the sale of Montrose, but you're saying a long long way to go. Well, I haven't looked into it in depth as yet. So we'll we'll examine that at another stage. Transparency-wise is the issue at the moment, you're saying. Transparency and accountability, because after all we've gone through and all the committee hearings, the public trust, as I said, has gone down the chute and, and justifiably, and they need to come forward with a plan. The new director general, the new broom, if you like, needs to sweep that away and come forward with a strategic plan that both the public and the Iraqis can have confidence and trust and at the moment, that's non-existent. Imelda Munster, Sinn Féin's media spokesperson, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Uh, it is 20 past eight. We were talking earlier, Shane, about uh, the Listole Festival and the Garth Initiative to prevent underage drinking, particularly on the Friday uh, of the event. A gentleman says one texter, we don't do laws in this country, speeding in cars, underage drinking, consuming illegal drugs. We make it up to suit ourselves. No proper laws and no boundaries, they say. Aoife in Kildare says um, Healy Ray, that's Michael Healy Ray, sounds like he's more worried about businesses losing money than about underage drinking. Isn't this part of the problem in the first place? How much money will a bar make if they don't bother asking for ID? So once the area is making money, seems like Healy Ray's attitude. We need to prioritise our young people's health first. To be fair to Michael Healy Ray, he did make the point that they don't want to see uh, kids uh, drinking and that the Guardi are right yeah. to clamp down on that. I have to say, Paul in Wexford cottoned on to something that neither you or I did. Uh, will these under 18 youngsters who we don't want drinking going to the races be putting on bets as well? Yeah, they, they're not supposed to be able to. Uh, I can't remember when I was young, if I ever went racing, was I ever checked for ID? Probably not. But it's a family day out, I think, mm, is yeah, how they would probably yes. describe it themselves. But it uh, depends on your definition of family. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.